0: Hey, and welcome to Equippers Church Sermon of the Week. My name is John Sparrow. I'm the lead pastor here at Equippers Church, and I'm so thrilled that you've chosen to tune in. This week, we had a special guest speaker, and you gotta know, as a church, we don't have random strangers stepping into our pulpit. We have friends, whom we trust, and we believe carry a gift that adds value to us as a community. I believe the message you're about to hear will inspire you, encourage you, and equip you for life, no matter who you are or what you find yourself doing. If you'd like to find out more about our church and ways that you could partner with us, please visit dot com. God bless. It's great to be here. Um, I, uh, yeah, it is. I woke up this morning and I just uh, felt like, I just felt so thankful. It's like, oh, it's so nice to be with our US family. And uh, and it's, um that didn't go, you and me were pleased, eh? Like, but um it's like oh we're actually part of a global family and for for me this is like oh this is just reconnecting with um part of the family so uh probably part of the, for you part of the family that's hard to understand like why doesn't he speak english properly but um but uh hopefully you'll understand uh what i'm talking about um I uh, spoke a message in uh, on, in October and Pastor Pat was there and he's like, you've got to come and say talk about that here. So i just doing what I'm told and Pastor Pat told me to come and to speak this, so that's what we're going to do. Um, but uh, but I, I, I feel like this, I really feel and believe and pray this is a message that could really land in your hearts, that it's a moment and a season uh, where God is doing something, God is renewing something and the and the very spirit uh well tonight the spirit of a revival that you carry that sits on you that this message might awaken again right, yeah. like man i don't know i i i've been around a long time and it's like i i just want to be part of a move of god yeah. Yeah, absolutely. and and i've seen I, I i've ridden small waves of that throughout time and and i've and i've faithfully served in between but like I want to see it happen in my time. I want to be part of a move of God in my day, and and I'm a, I ain't got much. To, I ain't got time for anything else. I don't. I don't want. I ain't got time to play around. Like God, I want to see a move of God, and so um, I want to talk about this idea that our faith, that our Christian life, that church is supposed supposed to feel like riding a wave. So if you flick up the next one, I don't know how the feeling that you associate, but when, but I believe I want to prove to you that faith should feel like that, that church should feel like that, that this would be the greatest ride of our life, um, that should feel like invigorating, refreshing, powerful, momentum, and it's like that. There's a wave of God that's about to hit this land, and man, I'm just I'm up for the ride, God i'm up for the ride um uh i i I guess this is kind of shared language i mean it's kind of weird coming to talk in california about waves and surfing and stuff like you're going to know a lot more about this than me but but if you flick up the next one in new zealand we we're a couple of small little islands lots of beaches so for most of us probably a bit like you um most of my good memories of childhood and teenage and young family involves being around the beach and being in the water and catching waves and teaching my kids how to catch waves and now teaching my grandchildren how to catch waves so i talked about this in england about a month ago they're a bit like like you know they just sit by these cold beaches and stare at gray kind of skylight but even they got it so hopefully here this is like a real like yeah we get this um so so for me growing up flick up the next one this my teenage years were this was the beach by our home and kind of with my so teenage years is like with friends in the water catching waves do you call it body surfing yeah so I came from a poor family we couldn't afford the surfboard so we just I just learned how to body surf okay so um and then um and then Uh, As a young family, we used to go tenting by uh, this beach. So, this was the view outside my tent, and teaching my three uh, children when they were little to enjoy the water and enjoy the waves and enjoy playing in the waves. And now I'm on my third cycle of that because I've got our little granddaughter she's eight now but this was when she's 11 months her first summer by the beach and getting to introduce her to the to the water again and the waves and if you flick up you know they just little kids love it in the sense of the splash and stuff and so then when you put them down it's like just you gotta you gotta be close because they'll just start scooting off into the water and there's something about the water the waves the that's just attractive, and, and hopefully it's a bit of a shared language between New Zealand and California, like we get this, and because I, I don't know about you pretty much like I said, pretty much every positive memory I have of life is associated with the beach yeah. and, and enjoying the waves, and so the idea that my faith, that church, that Christianity, taps into that whole kind of set of feelings is like yep, I'm, I'm, in, I'm ready to sign up now. Like, if that's what it's about, I'm not really so interested in joining an institution. Yeah. But if this is like catching waves, playing in waves, like, I'm up for this. Yeah. Yeah. I'm up for the ride of my life. Like, yeah, let's do this. And, um, and so if you flick up the next one, for me, for me there's some dimensions ab- about why this is so important. And, and maybe if you're not feeling that this morning, this is an invitation. And... and and, and an invitation from god like come on come on play in the waves again yeah. just come and play in the waves i just yeah maybe i just feel that just that that just the tender come the love of god the tender love of god that's a simple invitation come and play in the waves yeah. and, and and i want to invite you this morning if if life has just got difficult, if it's got dry, if it's just got into a grind, come and play in the waves again. That's what we're doing. Because the thing about waves, I love the sense, there's a sense of power and momentum. It's like just, you know, um, caught catching body surfing a big wave. It's feel, man, my life, I'm being propelled. There's power to this thing. There's momentum in this thing. And again, the opposite in Christian life, if it's just a hard slog, if it's just hard work, it's like, man, I wanna I wanna feel the power again. My life has been carried along by something. I'm 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 riding a wave. There's there's power behind me in my Christian life. Yeah. So it's like I don't know about if there's some people here like, man, I'm sick of just the slog. I want to feel like I'm propelled, I'm caught up in something that's powerful. Yeah. And um, I'll just jump ahead. I was thinking about this message, I was reviewing this message. Yesterday and Pastor John, I just had this vision of you like surfing, and I um, I'm never really surf, but I had a and I just man, that ministry could feel like just that enthusiasm, that momentum, that joy. I reckon God wants ministry to feel for you like you're surfing a great wave, and I'm gonna pray that God's going to bless you with that kind of sense. But but as well as part, There's something invigorating about getting in the sea, so I've got a a disclosure. Despite all those beautiful pictures, the water around New Zealand is actually a bit cold, so it's not a pleasant exercise jumping in. Um, Is it a bit like that here? Yeah, yeah. All the pictures look great until you actually put your toes in the water, and it's like, ooh. I mean, when you're young, you just kind of throw off most of the clothes and then just run and dive in but now they're a bit older it's kind of you walk down to the beach and tentatively put your toes in and it's like ooh. (laughs) and really it's just dignity that any rational person would turn around and walk away but it's like it's just too shameful to do that so so you kind of tip it and then you walk in and tiptoe and you're kind of walking and then little waves kind of lap and that's okay and then you get to this point like it's like you know, because this, and it's like, yeah, you, you, and you inevitably get to this point when you realize the next wave is going to kind of lap right across your, like it's the point of no return. Right? You just can't get on tiptoes any higher. And it's like, and so what do you do? You just kind of suddenly like, okay, I got, I got to, I got to, and so you dive into it. And what happens? You come up going, Rawr! like, this is awesome. And, and I love the fact if you flick out the next one, the definition of invigorating is this you know, making one feel strong, healthy, and full of energy. And 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 I again I wanna I, the call of God is like, man, if you if you just if you're not feeling just full of life and energy, come and play in the waves. Come and play in the wave again. So you go out of this place just invigorated, like yes. When we're tired, when we're drained, it's like, come and play in the waves again. And, and, you know, even before you look up the next one, before you get to that, it's like uh, just refreshing, like when I was young uh, or early 20s, working at some manual jobs, and there's nothing like finishing work and like, let's just go down to the beach and dive into the waves. And and again, if life is just feeling weary and tired, it's come and get refreshed in the waves again. Come and play in the waves the invitation is come and play in the waves, and maybe there's some people here this morning. It's like, man, I just I just need to get I just need to get refreshed. Come and play in the waves, but but I love even before that. Right at I'm kind of working backwards. There's something playful about the shallows. Like I you know we body surf in and then you finish and you stand up here, but then there's little waves and you just kind of d- dive into them to go right in as deep as you, as shallow as you can, and then the little toddlers are playing there, you know, getting splashed, and they're kind of half getting overwhelmed and half loving it. There's something play, the wave thing starts with a sense of playfulness, and again, if life's just got a bit serious, if life's just got a bit of a grind, come and play in the waves. Be like my little granddaughter, get a bit of splash, and, and just have some fun again, Anyone feel like, I just need, no, don't put your hand up, but it's like, anyone feel like, I just need a bit of fun back in my life. I need a bit of fun back. It's like, come and play in the waves. And it's like, it's not really a big complex thing, but it's like this invitation, come into the wave. Faith is supposed to, it's powerful, it's invigorating, it's refreshing, it's playful. Come and play in the waves. Um, If you flick up the next one, for me, um, I, this, an Australian uh, guy was listening to this message, and he was like, there's a lot more about waves you could know, boy. Like, you know, so I'm, I'm sorry if this is insulting, but these are my thoughts about catching waves. Like, when, as a teenager out there, you know, you're kind of riding up, but because they come and sit, one of your friends kind of happens to have got up one, and, and so there's an inevitable, inevitable call, like, oh, there's a big one out the back coming. Does that happen? Yeah, few people know it. And it's like, and, 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 you know, part of the spirit of God is to, you can be cynical, but, but to realize there's some people who kind of got lifted up and they go, come on, there's a wave coming. Yeah, and you have a choice to go, oh, yeah, whatever. Or you have a choice to go, no, no, I'm going to get ready for the wave because I want to catch this wave. And, and um, my wife loves camping right by the beach where you go to bed with the sound of the waves. And maybe I was bit jet-lagged and imagining and it was the sound of the freeway but in the middle of the night I felt like I could hear the sound of waves coming spiritually and I and here and it's like I want to say come on I can hear the sound of a of a big one coming there's a wave coming and it's like man I just I'm I'm ready I want to I want to play in the waves I want to catch the wave. I want to I'm This is what I was made for. But part of it is like you, you take someone's word for it, but then it gets closer. You start to feel the pull back into the wave. And for some of you, like faith goes to another level. Like, yeah, I heard about it, but do you know what? I can, I can feel the signs it's coming. I can actually tell it's on its way. It's about to arrive. And, I'm, and now it's like, man, I'm not just taking someone's word for it. I'm feeling there's a wave about to break. And, and I pray for some of you. It's like, yeah, do you know what? You've, you've not, I can, I, something is happening. Some of us have been around for a long time between waves. But, I, but I, I, I pray that something in your spirit goes, yeah, yeah, it's not just, I'm not just taking this guy's word for it. I feel it. There's a wave about to break. There's something about to happen here, and, I, and I'm about to get on board with it. But you know, but part of it is like you've got to position yourself. There's nothing more frustrating, eh, When when you're standing in the wrong place, like the waves are all breaking a bit further out, or they're breaking closer in, or even like the be- our beach is like you can be standing here and like 30 years, yards, 50 yards away. That's where they're breaking, and it's like there's something about yeah. I've heard it's coming. I can I can see the signs, but I have to choose to position myself to catch the wave. i got to get in the place where this thing is about to go down. And maybe some of us need to reposition ourselves to go, do you know what? I want to catch the wave. I don't want to miss it. I don't want to be standing on the side observing uh, uh, something go down just a few yards away from me. I want to catch the wave of God. I want, I, there, there's a revival spirit that's born to ride the waves of God. And, and I want to be there where the wave breaks. Yeah. I want to be part of the testimony of we rode a wave some of us have waited decades for. Yeah. And I was there. I was ready for when the wave broke. Yeah. And, and so, so you, you kind of hear the report. You, you uh, feel the power. You position. But, then, but still at the final moment, you have to launch yourself into it, don't you, You've got to kind of push out and catch the momentum. And come on, I reckon for some of us it's like, yeah, come on, I'm ready, I'm ready to go. I'm, re- I'm, I'm just sick of doing business as usual. Yeah. And, and, and I want to ride a wave of God. Does it? Uh, yeah. I don't know, I just, I feel that both the tenderness of God that says come and, come and play in the waves, but also maybe the tenderness of some of your hearts that, like, that does like, yeah, I want this i was born for this this is what i signed up for when i came to faith the dream of a wave of god that would flow through our land and just do extraordinary things and and, and i've been carrying this dream for a long time um i want to show you that this is not just nice this is biblical okay so um let's have the let's have a look at acts chapter 2 the story of the birth of the church so it says this when the day of pentecost came they were all together in one place suddenly now the metaphor is of wind but there's a sense of suddenly something breaks open suddenly a sound like the blowing of a violent wind came from heaven filled the whole house and then um, when they interpret it this is what he says no this is what was spoken by the prophet joel in the last days god said i will pour out see that's what i say faith is supposed to feel like something just got poured out. Yeah. Something got poured, not I signed up to, here's some principles of living Christian living. Here's a program for us to build a great organization. No, something got poured out that hit this land and sp- turned into a wave, and I'm called to catch the wave of what God has poured out from heaven. That's good. So I, I don't know about you, but that's what I signed up for. Like 40 years ago, as a young person, that's what grabbed my heart. Something's been poured out from heaven. There's a wave moving through our land, and I want to catch the wave. Anyone similar? Anyone like? Awesome. If you go to the next one, when he summarizes the message, yeah, God's raised this Jesus to life. We're witnesses of this. Exalted to the right hand of God. He's received from the Father the promised Holy Spirit and has poured out what you now see and hear. How cool is that? The foundation of our faith is we are observing a wave hitting our land. Wow, yeah. We're seeing it, we're hearing it, and I just want to catch the wave yeah. of something that's poured out. Um a, a Bible commentator Darrell Daryl Box says this the images of a torrential downpour that is poured out on a parched earth. <laughs> a dry land, a wave from heaven comes and hits the earth and just yeah. generates a wave. And that's the wave that we're riding. It's like, man, for me, this is what faith is about. This is what we're all about. This is the dream. This is the treasure, to ride the wave of what's been poured out from heaven. Um, there's a song we're going to sing at the end, and I love this, you know, Spirit break out, and it starts out, Our Father, all of heaven roars your name. Sing louder. Let this place erupt with praise. Can you then can you hear it, a sound of heaven touching earth? What happens when heaven touches earth? It's the sound of, a, of an outpouring of something that hits the earth and turns into a wave that powers out around the world. And it's like, that's the sound that I want to hear. That's the sound that I want to live in. That's the sound of this house, the sound of heaven touching earth. The sound of a water of heaven being poured out onto a dry land that just generates a wave that spreads everywhere, and we just get the joy of catching the wave of God that's hit our land. It's like, man, that's what we're all about. But, uh, but I want to, I, wanna, I don't know about you, the, the beaches where we live in, there's, there's nothing more frustrating than you, uh, than you paddle hard, catch this wave, and it kind of lifts you up and you're just about to go, and then it sits you down again. Like there's nothing more frustrating than catching a wave that just takes you a little way and then leaves you. Is that right? But then you're the, you're the guy when you catch the wave and you ride it right past everyone else who stopped, and you ride it right until it's kind of up to about this deep and you've scraped your stomach on the sand, and then you stand up like, I did it. I I rode and then you look back at all the losers who stopped you know right back there you're like you know and that that long walk back yeah like, I'm the, like I I caught it all the way into the shore and 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 so I feel like I feel like that's the challenge of us cuz I reckon there's a whole lot of us have been robbed of the joy of riding the wave right into the shore we've we've caught some we've heard the sound there's a wave coming we've positioned ourselves we've felt it We've started paddling, we've launched into it, we've gone a little bit, and then it stopped. And then we wait a few more years, and we hear, there's another one, okay, paddle, paddle, we're right, and then it stops. And it's like, I just don't want to keep doing that. And so I think we need to understand that there are stages to this wave, and I want to talk about four stages of the wave of God because the, the thing with this wave is you paddle, you catch it, and then it goes to, an, and then I you reach a point, it doesn't, you just don't carry on, you actually go up and go to another level. This wave is not a wave that has maximum kind of power as it breaks and then slowly runs out. This is a wave that picks up momentum. And we need some understanding, we carry the spirit of, we want to see a move of God, we want to see revival, but we need some understanding that helps us engage and shift to the next stages of the wave of God. So we don't end up like, oh, it passed me by. Uh, The the image of this, if you like, is in Exodus 34. This is not a picture of a wave, but it is a picture of a flow of water that, that, that exponentially grows so if you know the story ezekiel sees a river flowing out of the temple of god starts to ankle deep and then to knee deep and then to waist deep and then too deep to swim in and and it kind of this is kind of upside down image that i want to talk about a wave that just doesn't suddenly break with great power and then runs out of steam this is the upside down back the wave of the kingdom of god It breaks, and it's fantastic, but then it actually picks up momentum and goes to another level, and then it picks up momentum and goes to another level, and then it picks up momentum and actually becomes an unstoppable wave. And I pray that in my lifetime, I would ride that kind of wave. That's what I was born for. That's what I signed up for. That I've tasted experiences of it, but I'm not prepared to settle for less than riding the wave that goes the whole way. Yeah. And so, so I want to show you uh, this process, if you flick up the next one, this idea that this wave of God has four stages. And, 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 and I feel like the church often has stopped at one stage, like, that was a great wave. So I no, no, that was just the beginning. Yeah. And here that phase came to an end. But what you needed to do then is go to another level and then another level, and then another level. So the first stage is this, if you look up, is encounter. Every wave of God starts with an encounter with God, a supernatural encounter. If you go onto this passage, you know, Acts 2, suddenly a sound like the blowing of a violent wind came from heaven. Verse 3, they saw what seemed like tongues of fire that separated and came to rest on. They were filled with the Holy Spirit. They began to speak in other tongues. The next one, the report, we hear them declaring the wonders of God in our tongues. When God arrives, when a wave hits you, there's an effect. Anyone notice that? When a wave hits you, people fall over. People start blubbering. People People start shaking. Stuff starts happening when a wave from heaven hits you. There's an encounter, there's phenomena, there's stuff that's incredible. And it's like, we were born, everything starts with an encounter. Man, we don't want churches where we come and hear about God. We want churches that birth an encounter, that birth us an encounter, where we go, I met God, God, I, a wave hit me this morning. I went on a men's game and a wave hit me. I went to the parenting course and a wave hit me. Stuff happened. Yeah. And, and I love this sort Again, in the song, you know, there's a sound of heaven. Stuff happens. It's not just principles. It's, it's the splash. I expect to experience. I expect to feel stuff. Yeah. I expect to, in a sense, be out of control. Because a wave just hit me. A wave from heaven. The problem is that I, a lot of Christians stop there like, man, we had this great service and man, I shook and I fell over and I had an encounter. Great, the wave hit you, but, but then the wave's designed to pick up momentum and, 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 and I'm not cynical about encounter. Everything starts at encounter, but it doesn't finish there. Because what I want to say is that this wave starts with encounter, but it moves on to prophecy let me show you if you flick up the next one so these people are walking around everyone goes they look like they're drunk there's tongues of fire there's wind like this is out of control and people are like what is this and then peter goes no i know what it is i know what this is this is what joel prophesied and, and he said no no in the last days i'll pour out my spirit on all people and your sons and daughters will prophesy your young men will dream dreams your old men will dream dreams even on my servants both men and women i'll pour out my spirit and they will prophesy it's like no no this isn't that yes stuff happens of an of encounter but that's not the purpose of this wave that's just the start of the wave. that the next this is a prophetic wave and it's like the most natural thing is in the moment of encounter it's like you're caught in this wave that lifts you up and you start to see where the purpose of god is going the most natural thing in an environment of encounter is that it shifts to an environment of prophecies and dreams and visions because this wave was poured out to do something the wave was poured out to go somewhere you can't have an encounter with god and not turn into a prophetic move of god let me show you this couple they are from germany they came to our college a couple of years ago the middle of our shout conference the middle of praise and worship no one's even touching him no one's praying for him no one's prophesying over him he's just worshiping god this thought pops into his mind i wonder what i'm going to do next year and he had it and he saw a vision of a church door and over the top of the door was a sign just said equipers munich he came and saw me afterwards he said i know what we're going to do we're going to go and plant a church in munich they're back there now trying to plant a church in munich Because in a moment of encounter, the wave picked him up and it turned and it rose him up and it started to see off into the future. And he started to get prophecies and dreams and visions of where their life was going. And come on, there's an invitation to catch a wave. Yeah, it starts an encounter, but then it shifts to prophecy. And you start to dream about what God wants to do in your life, what God wants to do in this town, what God wants to do in this land, what God wants to do in the nations of the world. And you start to have dreams and prophecies and visions. And it's like, man, now the wave has gone from ankle deep to knee deep. Now, man, now I'm excited anyone excited about catching a wave that turns into that kind of man that we carry now as a we we were birthed in encounter but now we carry such dreams and visions and prophecies about what god wants to do has anyone experienced that let me tell you my experience so you have this an amazing encounter feel like god's all over you power of god whatever like this is amazing Then God speaks to you. He's about to do this stuff and he's about to lead you here and stuff's about to happen and you get so excited and so you launch out into this stuff and it goes well for a couple of months. (laughs) And then you hit this wall and the wave stops. Is that anyone else (laughs) like anyone hit a wall in their life? And, and it's like, that's why I want to say that. that, at, that and, you are, and here's what you tend to go, oh, well, I guess I just got caught up in the moment. I guess I got a bit hyped. It's like, no, 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 no. This is the exact moment when the wave has to go to another level because it started an encounter and it moved into prophecy. But if I was caught up in a wave and I saw stuff that God's about to do, the wave now has to shift from encounter and to shift from prophecy, and it has to shift into breakthrough. Because I don't know about you, but i got some prophetic dreams and visions in my life that cannot happen unless there is a breakthrough. They're not just going to fall into my lap. They're not just going to come my way. This wave has to pick up such momentum that it smashes through obstacles that currently stop me from riding this wave into where God has said it's about to go. And, and, and let me show you this in the, in the passage. So Acts chapter 2. In the last days, I will pour out. There's the moment of encounter. Something got poured out. Here's the interpretation. No, your sons and daughters will prophesy. They'll see visions. They'll dream dreams. They're going to, prop okay, we'll encounter, prophecy. Then if you carry on, then it says this. I will show wonders in the heavens above, signs on the earth below, blood and fire and billows of smoke. The sun will be turned to darkness, the moon to blood before the coming of the great and glorious day of the Lord. You're like, ooh, that's awkward because I don't think that happened. Like, what do you do with that? You either come up with some weird kind of dispensational break and gap or something, or you go, or here's a, a New Testament scholar, N.T. Wright, says this this kind of language is sometimes used in the Bible not for the end of space-time, but a way to convey what we would say earth-shattering developments. Let me show you. If you're not convinced, that's right. I'll show you. It's in the Bible. Isaiah 13. Here's a prophecy. A prophecy against Babylon. Babylon was an empire, a kingdom, that Isaiah saw. And he prophesied against them. There's a noise on the mountains of a great multitude, an uproar like nations. And specifically, end of verse... The Lord is mustering an army for war. He's saying, Babylon, an army is coming to destroy you. You're the world empire, but an army is coming to destroy you. And this is what he says. Next one. The stars of heaven and their constellations will not show their light. The rising sun will be darkened. The moon will not give its light. Therefore, I will make the heavens tremble and the earth will shake from its place. So Sorry, just go back to that. You go, well, that didn't happen then either. But then go on to this next one. And then it's, this is other specifics. See, I will stir up against them the Medes and the Persians. And verse 19 Babylon, the jewel of kingdoms, the pride and the glory of the Babylonians will be overthrown. Did you get that? Empire, Babylon, you're about to go down. How do I convey the power, the strength of that image? The sun and the moon are dark, and the earth shakes. The constant, something earth-shattering is about to happen. So I want to suggest that when you, when you go on to uh, this one, this kind of language is how the Bible talks about, I'm about to rock your world. I'm about to push things over. Stuff that you thought could never change is about to change. There's a spirit of breakthrough in this wave. That's born in encounter that moves to prophecy. But if you choose, you could catch this wave to another level that goes from encounter and, and prophecy that goes to breakthrough. And um, I, man, I just um, Lene, I just felt that I felt like you got faith for this, for a spirit of breakthrough. Yeah. Like, man, there's stuff that we carry like. God, you've got, to, you've got to shake this world for this stuff to happen. Impossible things have to shift. Things that couldn't happen have to happen if what I, in the moment of encounter, what I heard God say, if that's going to happen, there's some stuff impossible things have to move in my world now i feel like there's an anointing on this for this house like come on that there's this faith level that goes we actually believe in the impossible we believe in a wave of god that picks up such power such momentum that the earth shakes that the world changes that my world is not defined by my current reality because the wave of god is big enough and powerful enough to break through any obstacle and I want to inspire you with faith. If you had an encounter and you, you knew it was God and, and God spoke to you and you knew it was God, but then you hit this wall, come on, the answer is not to give up on the wave. The answer is to let the wave go to another level, to the level of breakthrough. And see, God deliver you from the constraints of your current situation. Let me show you what, where this fits with Jesus. Jesus, Jesus kind of had this rising scale of dealing with impossibility so uh, Luke 17 he says this if you have faith as small as a mustard seed you can say to the mulberry tree be uprooted and planted in the sea those trees were famous for their intricate kind of root systems and it's like man I've got this messy thing in my life that's so entwined it's almost impossible to pull this thing out but by by faith it could go but it's like Probably if I chipped away at this thing for years, I could get it out. But by faith, God could unroot this thing that seems so rooted in my life. God could set me free from that in one moment. But I kind of have a backup plan that I could chip away at this. And I might get there eventually. And then Jesus takes it to a next level in Matthew 17. Because you have faith so little, uh, that's why they couldn't do the miracle. Truly I tell you, if you have faith as small as a mustard seed, you can say to this, mountain. Okay, it was one level talking about trees with root systems. Now we're talking about a mountain in my world. But if you have faith as small as a mustard seed, you can say to the mountain, move from here, and it will move. Like mountains are like, there's this big thing stuck in the middle of my way that stopped me moving forward. But mountain, you can move. Mountain, you gotta move. If God prophesied I'm going there and there's a mountain in my way, mountain, you gotta move. But even with a mountain, you could get a shovel and bucket and chip away. I mean, you're never gonna deal with it, but you might feel like you're making a bit of progress, right? Like I, I, I've carried away three bucketfuls. There's still a mountain there, but at least I'm trying. God loves a trier, apparently, but no, He doesn't. He loves faith. But it's like, we can rationalize, at least I'm trying to deal with the mountain. But that's where I love this one, because this is not an object in my world. This is the very thing that frames my world. This is the thing that defines my world. This is every morning I wake up, and this thing is there, and it follows me through the day. And, and when I go to sleep at night, and I hope maybe it's changed, when I wake up in the morning, there, is it, there it is again, and it follows me through the day. And, and conversely, when I go to sleep at night, there is this, that moon, and it just follows me every night. And, I, and it's there, and, and, I, and, I, and, I, and I can't even touch it. And I want to tell I don't know, that's the scale of things that have got to move for this wave. Things, I, I just, there are stuff in my life, it's not like, it's not like a, a deeply rooted issue in my life it's not even like a mountain it's the very construct of my life it's the thing that's lived with me from the day i was born and it's like if the wave of god is going to reach where he's that is what has to crumble that is what has to fall that is what has to move and we talk about mountain moving faith i want to talk about earth shattering faith i want to talk about faith that sees the very parameters of your world melt to make way for the wave of God that's about to crash through. And we need a breakthrough size faith if we're going to ride the wave of God. I feel like there's some faith in this room to go you are going to fall. You are going to crumble. Why not not just because I want it, but because the where the wave is going, that thing cannot stay there if this wave is going to happen. I don't know about you, I've got prophecies that miracles have to happen for those to come to pass. There is no way I am humanly able to engineer my circumstances to change my world to see those things happen. I've got to see something melt in the heavens to see the wave of God move. uh, Don't put your hand. I feel like, awesome, that's good. I feel like there's some people like, Both, I need that, but I'm up for that. i got faith for that. Because this wave that started an encounter and moved to prophecy actually has to go to another level of breakthrough. And, man, we'd love to pray today for some people like, man, I need to see breakthrough. I need to see breakthrough in my family. I need to see breakthrough in my family financial situation i need a breakthrough in my health i need something to shift otherwise what god told me is never going to happen you said it god it's currently impossible therefore the world has to shift is that all right okay i don't know about you so again the song i love the song spirit broke out break our walls down god there are walls in my life that are holding me back this thing that's poured out from heaven that has issued in prophecy now has to smash through some walls some things have to fall over that currently lock me in they, they it has but i i this i i'd never noticed the song before i thought man this guy's listened to my message or more likely he's read the bible because the next one is this how about this so king jesus you're the name we're lifted high your glory there it is shaking up the earth and sky that's the promise we need a wave of god that shakes the earth and sky we need a wave of god that's so powerful that it shakes things that cannot be shaken that have stood forever that have stood for generations we believe in a wave of god that not only uproots trees Not only moves mountains, but shakes the earth and sky. Come on, there's some things in this state, in this nation, that if the wave of God is going to sweep through, Jesus has to shake the earth and sky. There's some stuff that's got to happen in my life where he's got to shake the earth and sky. Because I'm determined that I'm not going to ride another wave that just has a nice encounter and not even just has a nice encounter and a nice prophecy. I want to ride a wave that has a great encounter and a great prophetic revelation, but that turns into a spirit of breakthrough where things fall that have held back the wave of God for generations. And I believe we've made a mistake. It's such a human thing to go, ah, I'm disappointed i felt god promised me this at this conference and then it didn't happen he promised me this money i got a bit of money and then it and then i got in worse debt promised me my daughter would come back to faith and she kind of said a few nice things and now she's even in a worse relationship all the, those kind of things i, I rode a wave and then i hit a wall and i make a decision no no the wave goes to another level and the wall comes down yeah. the earth and the sky shift you go, man, that's, that's a pretty good wave, isn't it? Like, I, I like that wave. So if you flick up the next one, it's like, I'm up for that wave. And I want a wave that starts an encounter. I love being in an environment of prophetic. Oh, man, how exciting to be in a church, of breakthrough. But I want to tell you, that's still not enough. It's like one of those ads. There's more. And, and yeah, not the steak knives. Like, this is the whole purpose of the wave. And, and, and um. And I, and I want to say, this is where we've made a mistake. No, no, the wave is still only picking up momentum. Yeah. It hasn't reached the shore yet, because the final stage of the wave is when it starts an encounter, and it goes to prophecy, and it lifts up to breakthrough, but then it breaks out in a move of evangelism and salvation. Because yeah. up till now, like, yeah, I got my encounter. I got my prophecy. I got my breakthrough but there's a whole lost and hurting world out there that needs an encounter and they need a prophetic revelation of their destiny and they desperately need a breakthrough and this wave then multiplies when i don't just receive the wave for myself but i release it into the world if you like the metaphor when this wave of god actually runs up against the beach of a lost and broken world now we've ridden it all the way and 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 let me show you again in the in the story in acts 2 because I, I was thinking about this whole passage and i felt god speak to me and say oh there's going to be another wave of evangelism in equipers in, in new zealand and i thought i think there's something in this passage about evangelism i'm supposed to know these things but i didn't and, and so i went back and read and so here it is you know in the last days i'm going to pour out my spirit there's an encounter your sons and daughters will prophesy there's the prophecy Go on the next one the earth and this moon turn to blood and look how the prophecy finishes And everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. Oh, that's what the wave was about. Oh, man. And to feel the heart of God like, that's why I poured this thing out. For a wave of salvation. Come on, it's born an encounter. It builds into prophetic Destiny. It starts to crash through and to break through. But come on, it hasn't reached its goal until it's a massive wave of salvation and evangelism that sweeps the land. And a whole lot of other people step into the wonderful things that we've experienced. And this is the prophecy on the day of Pentecost. And then if you know the story of the actual day, then the people respond. Oh, when they heard this, they cut to the heart. What should we do? Peter tells them, repent, be baptized for the forgiveness of sins. Um, and verse 39, the promise that is for you and your children who are far off, for all whom the Lord our God will call, you'll, you'll receive that promise, the Spirit. And then this is what it says. And those who accepted his message were baptized in about 3,000 so the prophecy finished with an announcement of salvation the day finished with three thousand being saved and then the chapter finishes with a summary of the life of the early church it says this they devoted himself to the apostles teaching to fellowship to the breaking of bread to prayer you know he runs filled with awe at them wonders and signs all the believers were together had everything in common they sold property it goes on every day <coughs> they continued to meet together in the temple courts they broke bread praising god and and the Lord added to their number daily those who were being saved. Look up this next one. And, uh, Luke's the only Gentile writer of the Bible, but he's writing into a Jewish context. In Jewish thinking, if you want to say something and really emphasize it, you repeat it. If you really want to emphasize it, you say it three times. Luke's like, let me explain this wave of God. In the prophecy, it ends with everyone who calls on the name of the Lord being saved. On the day it happened, 3,000 were being saved. As a summary of the life of the church that lives on this wave, the Lord added daily. Luke's like, I could not have explained it more clearly about this wave. It's born in encounter. I love encounter, I love the sense man, God just whacked me. God hit me like, what was that? But I love them prophetic dreams and revelations about visions of what God's about to do. And I love breakthrough where stuff shifts in my world. But it's like we were born for a wave that would sweep our land and see thousands of people come to faith millions of people come to faith now I don't know what it's like in the USA but here's the deal in New Zealand in the last 50 years nobody's ridden a wave to the shore we swam and we catch this wave of the charismatic move in the 70s and we had a nice encounter and then and then it passed us by thanks guys that would be great and then we wait. and then we waited for the vineyard and John Wimber in the 80s and we had a great wave and then it Passed us by, or actually, it turned back in on itself, and we had great times of soaking an encounter. And then, you know, and then we caught the Toronto wave in the 90s, and and again, and it passed us by. And, and, and another wave in the 2000s, and it's like yeah. no wave yet has actually carried us into the shore of evangelism i remember as a young youth worker we i saw the start of a a quite a sovereign move of god like we would have non-christian teenagers at these camps and just in the middle of worship the power of god would fall on them and they would just literally just fall to the floor with no one touching them it was great being a youth worker then having to explain that kind of stuff to people oh that's don't worry that's just god just to touch them and you know and someone's weeping what i don't even know why i'm weeping oh that's the spirit of god touching you and oh okay and then they start weeping again and you go oh that's it's just happening again isn't it oh yeah that's god so that was amazing but i have this distinct memory of an evening at a camp there's like 150 teenagers out in the main hall waiting for the meeting to start and in the back lounge area all of our staff are there and we're ministering to each other people have been filled with the spirit they'll out on the floor having a great time we're prophesying over each other and we kind of forgot about the youth out there and we were late getting to start the meeting and it's like it's it's like a it's like a parable of so much of what the church means. and b for me it's like god would you give me another chance to ride a wave and i won't make the same mistake i made in my 20s i'd love to see a wave that rode all the way to salvation Man, I just, do you know the reason why I'm so pleased to be here? Oh man, I feel God's anointing. The last wave that went to the shore hit this coast 50 years ago. It was the last time a wave of God was born an encounter. Oh, flip it! It's like, was born an encounter, led to prophetic dreams and revelation, saw breakthrough, but saw a move of young people come to faith called the Jesus people, the Jesus movement. It's your DNA. It's not only a cultural thing riding waves. You guys carry the mantle of the last wave 50 years ago. That hit the shore. There's a sound of another wave. Some of us have waited a long time. It's like, this time, God, I ride the wave to the shore. Some of us that are older, like, God, could I ride another wave? Those of you who may be younger, like, we wouldn't be that silly, God, but they we'll will do it probably. It's like, good on you, like but what let's just catch the wave. Let's catch the wave. Can I invite you to stand? I want to announce. I want to be like my friend. Say, there's a big one out the back coming. Come on, it's time to position. It's time to get ready for the wave. Come on, God does things in those kind of 50-year jubilees, He restores what's been lost. Come on, it's a jubilee kind of season for the wave of God. That this beautiful marrying of your cultural, geographical context along the coast with what's already happened here uh, 50 years ago. And God, come on, you were born to ride the waves. You were born to ride a wave of God. You were born in encounter. You were born in a prophetic move. You were born for breakthrough. But come on, you were born to ride a wave that goes to the shore and breaks out in a wave of salvation and evangelism. Come on, it's your time to ride the wave. It's your time to ride the wave. It's your time for a fresh encounter. It's your time to ride the wave. We're going to sing that song that I've talked about. I invite you, step back into the wave. As we sing, get back in the wave. If you need power, step into the wave. If you need to be invigorated, get in the wave. If you need refreshing, get in the wave. If you just need a bit of playfulness in life, get in the wave. Come on, let's sing this and let's step into the wave of God. Well, I pray that you are feeling encouraged, inspired, and equipped to take on whatever you may be facing in this life. And hey, why don't you consider joining us? We meet every Sunday at the Clark Center in Arroyo Grande at 10 a.m., and it's always a good time. We'd love to have you with us. And for any more information, ways you can partner with us, please visit equipperscc.com. God bless.